The other day, my second grader, Presley, got in the car at carpool and was holding back tears. She was so upset and she said, two first graders just yelled at me and called me a baby. As any parent knows, seeing your child's feelings hurt is just the worst. So I said, I'm so sorry that happened, Presley. But here's the thing. Did you drink the poison? She's like, huh, what? Now, she knows what I'm talking about because this is how I talk to them about dealing with certain things that come up in life. But in that moment, she's like, what are you talking about? So I explained. When they said that to you, it's like they're offering you a cup filled with poison. Picture a witch trying to hand you a boiling, hot, steaming pot of poison. Are you going to drink it? She's like, no. So I told her, that's the same thing that happened here. You can't control what they say to you, but you can control if you decide to digest it. So that's what we're talking about today. First, realizing that when someone says something negative or hurtful to you, you have a choice with what you're going to do with it. Are you going to digest it or not? And it completely changes the outcome of the interaction. Join me today as we train ourselves to not drink the poison. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Hi there. Welcome back. And thank you so much for listening. Today, we have a good one. You've probably heard me talk about this before on previous podcasts because I believe in it so much. And you know, my goal is to bring you things that I've learned that I wish I would have known years earlier. And this is one of those things. Do not drink the poison. And so many of these things, you know, you kind of may know or you've thought of before, but making it intentional, like intentionally processing what it is and not drinking the poison. So in Presley's case, this situation wasn't as hurtful as it could have been. And there are many other examples I could use that are more extreme or things that have happened. But I wanted to share this story because it just happened. And I want to always be very authentic in the way I bring you stories and lessons learned because it really brought this whole topic to the surface and got us really talking about it. So talking about not drinking poison is simply realizing that when someone says something to you or does something or puts you in a situation that's not ideal, something hurtful, you have a choice. You don't have to drink the poison. And I love this analogy because it makes it real and it makes it so much more easy to understand. And it's so good to teach our kids. And I really think you should tell them in their terms. That's why I say it like a witch because it just makes it more real and something you can visualize. And it makes you realize that you have a choice and they can picture you know, a big scary witch standing in front of them with a steaming pot of poison and reaching out her hand like, take this, take this and drink it. And you're like, no, there's absolutely no way I would make that decision to take that drink of that steaming hot, gross poison. And I love this for ourselves and if you have kids for teaching our kids because that's exactly what it is when someone's giving you negativity or judgment or you know, criticism you don't ask for, all of that stuff falls under this category. And it's so good to teach our kids in real terms. 
Now, I certainly do not have everything figured out when it comes to parenting. That will be an ongoing daily thing forever and ever. But I do know that giving my kids tools like this has been so helpful in their growth and the way they're able to deal with challenges when they're out in the real world at school or at an activity or whatever else. While we're on this parenting thing, another thing with this whole poison and parenting thing is you have to shelter your kids from any poison that comes out of your mouth. Now, clearly in our own lives, we want to eliminate the negativity and the gossip and the poison in general that comes out of our mouth. But for whatever reason, if you're saying things that you know don't necessarily align with this, or maybe even something that's not gossipy, but it could be interpreted that way or whatever, just don't say it in front of them. They hear everything. And, you know, our lives are so busy and we're driving, talking to people, or we're sitting across the dinner table from our spouse and we want to tell a story. And, you know, it's kind of like, eh, whatever. They won't really get it. I'm telling you, they hear it, they get it, they process it as information. And we can tell them all the things we want. But in reality, you know, the people that we are and our behavior is their biggest, their biggest influence. So that's my last tip on the parenting is. Don't let poison come out of your mouth because it's too much of a of a conflicting message for them. Okay, so back to this whole concept in general. There are so many reasons people can offer you poison. So maybe people are unhappy themselves or maybe there's some jealousy going on or maybe they're trying to help but it doesn't really help. You know when people try to give you unsolicited advice and they feel like they're helping, but it doesn't really help? It's just, oh man, there, there's so many reasons that this type of thing can enter into your life. Now listen, we all have to be self-actualized and not block out something if someone we love is trying to help us. And if it's something we really need to hear or pay attention to or work on changing or whatever it is. I'm not saying block out everything and live in your own world like you're, you know, king, queen of the castle. I'm just saying, decide what it is. So first, run it through your filter. Filter. Have no ego, you know, be realistic with yourself and think, okay, is this something that I need to hear? Is this coming from a good place? Is there any truth to this? Be self-actualized. But if it's not in this category, it's likely a waste of time and it's likely poison that we need to reject. So think about the reason that it could be coming from someone, like I said, jealousy, trying to be helpful. Maybe someone's in a negative place themselves. Um, maybe someone's just being judgy. And I think you just need to realize there are so many different reasons and let's not put blame or even worry about labeling. It's just a matter of kind of recognizing, listen, there's a whole slew of reasons why someone could be putting this negative energy this our way and it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with us. So we just need to reject it. Taking this a step further, you know what's crazy and it's totally hard to do, but I do it every single time is I stop people sometimes. So here's a story for you. So my girls were in a dance group a couple years ago, and there was a group of about 10 of us moms that were all close, and we would do things with the kids, and we'd do things without the kids, and it was just a really fun time of life and a cool way to get together all the time. So I was talking to one of the moms in the group, and she was like, so when you missed that mom's night out, that dinner, 
last week, one of the moms brought up your name at dinner. And I was like, okay. And I couldn't tell, is it going to go positive? Is it going to go negative? There's, you know, and she's like, so, you know, I could tell she was like a little jealous of some of the thing. And I was like, ah, stop right there. This is going negative. I'm telling myself this, not her. This is going negative. I don't, I love all the moms. I don't need this negative energy. It sounds like it's from, you know, whatever place. And I was like, you know what? I actually don't even need to know. She was like, what? Wait, no, 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 no. Let me just tell you what she said about you. And I was like, I totally appreciate that you're coming from a good place and trying to tell me what was said, but I just don't need to know it. Thank you so much for thinking of me, but I'm good. I don't even need to know it. Let's talk about something else. And the look on her face was literally like pure shock. Like what? I was just about to deliver the juiciest of juicy news gossip about you and you don't want to hear it. And I think this is really key. Sometimes you have to stop people even when it's tempting. Because I could tell the path that this story was going was going to be something that would make me think of this person in a different way or complicate things, you know, maybe on the small scale and just for a small period of time, or maybe on the bigger scale, it could have affected the whole relationship or the dynamics. I wasn't sure because I didn't listen. But the thing is, I could tell that it wasn't information I absolutely needed to know. And it wasn't information that was going to fill my soul with positivity and encouragement and whatever else. So I just decided I wasn't going to drink the poison. And I tell this story so that you realize the poison doesn't always come from straight hand from the source. It's not always someone, you know, confronting you head on. It could come through someone else or pass through several people like a game of telephone. And when it comes through in the form of gossip, I mean, that's almost worse because you're not even getting it from the source. You don't know for sure. You don't get the tone. You don't get the exact words. You don't get the same message. That's when a lot of misinterpretation happens. And I've found by doing this, I make so many things in my life simpler. And it's not like avoiding conflict at all costs, or it's not like shutting out anything that's negative about myself that I don't want to hear. It's none of that. It's just focusing on allowing positive energy into your brain. You know, it's just what you think about in your head is what you say. It affects your actions. It's just what you manifest. And I've just made a conscious decision that I don't want to accept unwanted thoughts and I'm just not going to drink the poison. So be aware. It doesn't always come direct from the source. It can also come in the form of someone else telling you and as tempting as it might be to hear, you have to stop it. You can't even let them tell you because once they say it, you can't unhear it. Now, listen, we can certainly go through, you can't always control it. You can't always know what's about to happen. And that's what we can't control. And that's the key distinction here. You can't always control what happens to you, but you can completely control how you process it and internalize it and what it means to you. You put the value to whatever it is that you see or hear. So the lesson is when you can stop it, stop it. Don't listen. Don't give in. Don't be tempted. Just don't do it. But if you can't stop it and it just happens to you, then you have to not digest the poison. You know, you can't think of it as someone has given you the cup of hot witch poison and poured it down your throat. Nope. They've poured it all up, man. It might be so hurtful and so messed up, whatever it is. And they're reaching out their hand, extending it to you. But you physically have to grab the cup and drink it and digest it for it to affect you for you to process it and get upset about it and get heated 
and, you know, let it affect you. I'm telling you, if it's not beneficial and if you don't need it for personal growth, if it doesn't help you grow in some way or learn something in some way, it's a waste of time. This whole thing goes back to what are you letting into your mind? You and I together on this journey are deciding that we are putting in earplugs when it comes to negativity or dream squashing or judgment or criticism or any of this stuff, all of it. If it falls under dream squashing, earbuds in, man, I'm telling you, there's so many things in my life I can think of more small than big because I was very always very independent and entrepreneurial and and things like that. So more on the small scale, but I can think of so many examples on the small scale of things that I was, good ideas I had or things I wanted to do or wanted to try or wanted to learn. But then even like a, a, a little, you know, a half comment from someone that I digested and it became my truth. And then later I realized, wait a minute, I could have done this. Like, yes, I wouldn't have been as great at as at playing tennis as, you know, our five really great tennis playing friends, but I didn't start it because someone was like, oh, well, you'd have to, you know, in order to play with the group, you'd have to really catch up. You'd suck for so long, whatever it is. And that's a silly example, just, you know, one off. But there's so many things like that, that I was like, yep, they're right. I digested that information. It became my truth when really it wasn't my truth. It was something someone else gave to me. And then I didn't try it. Or maybe a business, you know, project that I could try on a small scale without a big investment that could have been something really big that really made a lot of money and filled my soul. But because I shared the idea with people and they only gave me the negative, then I only focused on that negative and then that dream project idea died. I can think of so many examples like that. And again, to be very well-rounded here, it's not to say you don't ask for people's opinions and other people's things, but... I'm telling you, if you are intentional about what you digest, it helps you do the things that you want to do and not let the things that people tell you become your actual truth and what you believe. I think so many of the things, you know, as we grow up and we're conditioned and parents and teachers and coaches tell us things. And of course, as a kid, it's important to learn. But then as we're an adult and we think about, wait, why do I even think this? Or, you know... If you happen to have someone negative in your life, especially long-term or growing up, it's hard to unlearn those things or unhear them or recondition your mind to realize, wait a minute, like I didn't suck at that. I was programmed to think I suck at that, but I could still do it type thing. So for me, it's all about being intentional about what you let in your mind because it's so much easier to be negative oftentimes than it is to be positive, but just by not drinking the poison, it makes it so much easier. And I'm telling you, It saves you so much time and so much wasted energy and heartache. It's so much wasted time. Think about nights when you've stayed up in bed and had a terrible night's sleep because you're just processing something in your mind over and over and replaying a conversation and replaying what does that mean or how could they be so mean? How could they be so hurtful? Is this really true? Maybe I do suck. Maybe I am awful. Like all these things. How much heartache have you gone through because you digested the poison. So I just think stop wasting your time and your energy on these things. Once you've di- once you've accepted that there's no truth to it and you're going to let your own opinions of yourself be more important than anybody else's opinions of you, 
it just makes everything so much better. You sleep better and you have more free time because you're not spending that time and that energy on like just obsessing over something upsetting that happened. I'm telling you, this stuff really acts like poison. Once you drink it, it is so hard to get it out of your body, your mind, and it just infects other things in your life. Poison is contagious and it grows quickly and it spreads. So the best thing you can do is just not let it in to begin with. It just sets you up for negativity and heartache. And I'm telling you, it's for no reason. This whole concept is so interesting to me. And again, it's one of those things that I wish I would have learned so long ago. It just it just puts things into perspective for me and helps me be more positive overall, not sweat the small stuff, not focus on things that I can't control and realize that I decide what everything means, like what it means in life. Like I can't control everything that happens, but I can control the label I put on it and how it, you know, affects my day, my week, my month, my year, my overall mood. I just think it's so important. Don't drink the poison. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope this episode makes you think about how you process the things that happen to you and be intentional about not drinking the poison when someone tries to hand it to you. It is a game changer to your overall happiness. And that's our goal here on the How to Be Awesome and Everything podcast is be our most awesome selves, figure out the little awesome things in our lives that are cool, and to overall focus on happiness and how we can be our most awesome selves. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate you guys, and I love the community that we've created together. Please make sure you subscribe so you get a little ding, a little notification every Monday and Friday when there's a new episode or a bonus episode like I just did on Pep Talk. If you haven't heard that one, you have to go and listen. It was released recently, and it's a very cool Pep Talk for whenever you need one. So you know how sometimes you just need a Pep Talk, but you don't always want to tell someone or several people everything that's going on or everything that's happened. You don't want to share those details or you don't want to go through it and make yourself more upset. This is just a pep talk. It's a positive pep talk to get you in a great frame of mind. And really my goal was to try to help you get out of it, help you get out of whatever funk or whatever is troubling you, whatever you need to work through. So the reason that I did it is because so many people tell me that they re-listen to different episodes when they need a refresher on something like, you know, how to not sweat the small stuff or, you know, be your number one fan, things like that. People tell me that they listen over and over, which means so much to me. I'm so glad that's the whole reason why I do this. And so I wanted to just do a bonus episode that was a pep talk that could kind of um, give you that pep talk when you need it. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys very soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.